So hey guys, welcome to the Spiritual Badasses Podcast. Uh, I'm very excited for today's episode. I think before, Rosa, we get into today's topic, uh, I wanted to ask you, and I want to answer this myself, is what to you is a spiritual badass? Right now, to me, a spiritual badass is kind of resonating with my experience. What I'm going through right now is sort of bringing the physical world and connecting it to the metaphysical world. So being able to survive in both, you know, understanding that uh, the physical world has its purposes and, and its benefits and the metaphys- metaphysical world also has its purposes and its benefits and it's making those trying to work in harmony because that's the reality I sort of live in today. So mm-hmm. I wanted to know what what it means to you. So... When, when you first asked me, there's a word that came to me and that word was relatability. So uh, spiritual badass, um, I find that when we're, you know, it's a subjective, when we're too spiritual, it, we're not like, you know, there's some that can't relate, we're not realistic or we're not living in the real world. And when we're too physical, it's like we can't relate to, you know, we're too structured, too rigid, there's no flow, too many rules, too much right and wrong, um, very material. And so when I think of spiritual badass, the first thing I think of is relatability, uh, where we can relate on a level of, you know, oneness, where we're grounded physically, you know, we're bridging, like you said, the, the gap between the two. Um, and uh, I also thought about something else, but I forgot about it. But that's the first thing that came to me uh, is a, you know, a spiritual badass is also someone who I think of when I think of the word spiritual badass. Um, having like real conversation, but also, you know, again, making it relatable where, um, being able to exercise our depth and being able to, um, exercise the truth of who we are while having some personality here on earth, like creating our own movie character. You know, it's like, it's, we can't get stripped right down to the truth. We'd be way too vulnerable and we won't know how to materialize. So it's just important that while we live from the context of who we are, that we, have fun and show up with personalities, characters that are still in alignment with who we are, you know, it, it allows us to be unique to, you know, have our own unique way of expression. Yeah, I completely agree. I think mm-hmm. it's about like understanding that life is fluid and your personality and character is going to be fluid. You don't have to be one thing or the other. Mm-hmm. You can be on a path. To, but you got to be something. Specific. You got to be something. Yes. Yeah, you can't keep changing because then nothing can materialize. It's like, you know, choose who you want, what life you want to live, what you want to be. Choose the character and play out the movie. You can't keep switching movies. <laughs> so it's not It's not about like a spiritual badass is, is like you're really anchored in, you know, the truth of who you are really so there's that clarity and it's simply just making a choice making a decision and playing all out to the end i agree yeah that's awesome yeah so let's get into sort of what we wanted to talk about today and i wanted to talk about a subject matter that i see a lot around me in in different contexts and forgive me i'm I'm always going to say this from a male perspective because that's just my perspective that's what i've endured so i'm not saying this is a male or female thing either way okay but i'm always going to refer to it from a male to female perspective because that's been my experience of course so i looked at something i thought about something the other day and it was acceptance versus enabling Hmm. i see a lot of people out there uh you know say things like well uh, the person I marry or end up with should accept me for who I am or just take me for who this is. 
And for me, I always think, well, that's a complicated thing, right? Am I accepting you for the version of yourself that you're trying to be the best version of yourself? Mm-hmm. Or am I supposed to accept all your insecurities and, and your and your anger issues or and your emotional issues or things that you haven't addressed or your traumas? Am I supposed to take all that in? Like, at what point are you enabling someone just to be that way? And at what point are you empowering them with acceptance? Hmm. So I know that's a pretty loaded question, but like for instance, like some people are very insecure. Mm-hmm. Some, right? oh, a lot of people are very insecure. A lot? Yeah, I'd say ninety nine percent people are very <laughs> insecure, especially in relationships, right? Because yeah. I feel what relationships do is they take insecure people and they give them like the worst thing possible you can possibly give them with like a bomb, essentially, mm-hmm. because now they have a mirror and they have something to be insecure about twenty four seven. They're constantly saying, "Oh, why is this person with me? I'm questioning what this person's doing," and it's all because. I don't believe I'm worthy of what I'm receiving. I, mm-hmm. I believe, at least, that's what I feel. Mm-hmm. That men and women that are very insecure and controlling is that they don't believe enough in their self-worth, so they worry about what people are doing in their relationships because they're like, well, I'm not worth anything, so why is this person here? Mm. And then they start questioning everything this person is doing. Mm. And that's how insecurity is playing. So at what point do you say to someone, listen, I... I can accept you for a certain degree, but I cannot accept you not working on your insecurities. I cannot accept, I cannot enable you. I cannot say this is an okay behavior because I know a lot of people end up in relationships where they, they, they have an insecure person, but they coddle them. They, they, you know, they sort of feed into that. Okay, sweetheart, here's my phone password. Here's my email password. Uh, I'll tell you where I am every second of the day if that makes you feel better because I just want you to feel comfortable and, and safe. It, for me, that's like that's a little mostly enabling. I don't think that's a positive behavior. I think it's mm-hmm. detrimental in relationships to enable your partners when they're going down and they have the wrong beliefs. Mm-hmm. I sort of wanted your perspective on it and how have you seen that play out in your life? Yeah, so man, there's so much depth there. So one of the first things I thought about was like I thought about, okay, the first module of the Journey to Rise program, you know, I can go for an hour in explaining acceptance and how that actually works and what that actually is. Okay. So I'm not going to get into too much depth about that. But what I want to say is when there's truly an acceptance, truly, when it's authentically authentic acceptance and, and we align with what that actually looks like, the result of acceptance is expansion, is growth. So I think there needs to be another conversation around acceptance and resignation. Are you really accepting or are you just resigned and it looks like you've accepted it? Now, when you say acceptance, are you talking about someone accepting themselves or accepting uh, their partner or others? Well, that leads me to the next thing is ultimately the first thing is that it really depends on the own, your own standards that you have for your own life and that you have for yourself. So how you're going to approach someone um, is going to be a direct reflection of how you relate with yourself. And so, you know, really when it comes to acceptance and enabling, or when it comes to any sort of real human interaction, a lot of it doesn't have to be through words, you know, cause that's where we start putting ourselves in positions of being the know-it-all, the teacher. You can be a lot more impactful through action. I think the best way to accept and not enable a person is to continue taking action on your own life because we learn by seeing, um, and we learn by doing, but we learn by watching. And ultimately, only a few words need to be exchanged. But when you truly accept something, so say you're in a relationship and you say, I accept them like that. But if what you're doing with your time is just moping and just being upset and you can't even be inspired in your own life, you're not accepting because it's impacting you. 
But if you really accept it, like, hey, I accept it, and you can still tap into your inspiration and just be happy in yourself, now it's just a matter of alignment. It's just like, well, I'm playing this game, and you're playing this game. I accept you, but I got to keep playing my game. And until we're playing the same game, we're not going to see enough of each other, which is fine. But you're you're truly accepting, but you're you're also moving on with your life. And at that point, the other person can choose to either accept that that's just the dynamic of the relationship because they can't expect to to ha you know have you not live your own life and not live out of your own inspiration. But some people do expect that. They they do expect it, but that's where um, if they expect it if we're enabling it, we'll come here. Otherwise we say, I'm sorry, you know, I love you and you keep going. And if this person doesn't want to stay in the relationship because of it, then you just got your answer right there. But ultimately, you know, um, they either have to accept or they got to step up their game. And if they step up their game, you just now simply help them to grow by simply being an example and a role model. And it never had to be where you were talking. You're just accepting where they are, but you're not accepting you're, and you're accepting where you are, hence why the result is constant inspiration, constant growth. Like true acceptance causes you to keep re, um, keep growing. It doesn't cause you to, I'm just accepting, I'm gonna watch TV all day. That's not acceptance, That's you've, you're resigned from life. If you're not creating, you've resigned. And so acceptance would cause constant accept, um, expansion. So as you're constantly growing, you it shows that you're free of stories, free of being a victim of this relationship where you feel like they're not changing or not taking my feedback it's like who are you the boss you're not parenting them just be your own person independence independence is so important in a relationship you're not responsible for them however when you're so confined in the same physical like if you're in the same physical home and even speaking from my own personal experience you know those differences are going to happen because you grow with the true growth of the person is never exact it's always going to be like this so those situations are normal where you know you got to Consciously, I've needed to consciously choose to detach and say this is not my responsibility and continue to be me and trust that you know the the person that I'm with if they're really meant to be with me they're going to continue to grow with me and every time I step aside and I do that that's what happens in fact we get farther apart when there's too much going at each other and so I mean that goes on to a topic also too of like you know relationships are not meant to be relationships just for the partnership you know, the relationship is meant to be so much greater. And so it's important, like a true partnership, we're not meant to find people to get comfortable with so that life is easy. It's really about find the person that you're gonna like partner with and create an extraordinary life with, including considering your the future for your children. You know, it's it's so much bigger than you. And when, when the focus is on something that's so much bigger, these these little conversations, now don't, they don't even need to happen, you know? Yeah, you actually touched on something amazing, which is, you're right, I think sometimes we see society, people think like uh, they're chasing marriage, right, their whole lives, and when they get to marriage, they're like, oh, I've hit some kind of peak or some accomplishment, yeah. and now I can just relax. And now there's rules. You yeah. have to stay with me all the time, and you can't, and it's like, we can't be one person. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, and and honestly, like, I think people just, they get complacent, right? You. You're, you're married, you don't, you don't have the same sort of uh, drive towards finding a relationship. I know a lot of people, like, they so desperately want to find a relationship. Mm. And then once they get to that relationship and they get comfortable, they you, you said it, like you, once that starts, once you get married, once you have a commitment, really you, that's where the rocket ship's supposed to take off. Mm -hmm. That's where you're supposed to be working together. Uh, that's where you, you see the most growth. I think that's why marriages are so challenging because that's like you're really now in a situation where you either you sink or swim. You either grow 
with that person, you either compromise, you learn new skill sets, you learn uh, their their continuing continuous love language, you learn them intellectually. Exactly. If you stop either one, it's it's a, a perfect recipe for a sinking ship. And I'm actually I'm glad that you said that because at the same time, what the example is giving, it could look like you're just like hard ass. There's no connection. You're just all about that. And it's like no, you know. Um, there needs to be a, a, a point in a relationship where there's an investment in a foundation because there's a lot of inauthenticities that need to be, you know, uncovered and there's a lot of traumas from the past that will show up. And, you know, there needs to be um, energy put into understanding the other person and where they're coming from because, you know, you can't force someone to think the way you do. All you could do is understand the way they think and so that therefore, you know, broaden your perspective on situations and, and be grounded in, uh, you know, a unified vision together. Yeah. But there is a, a moment where you need to do that. And I know for myself personally, you know, in the past during the foundational phases, you know, it, it couldn't last, it couldn't survive it. Um, by, by the end, there was too much judgment, there was too much resentment, too much hurt, too much pain, um, too much feeling of betrayal and, and all that stuff. And so what I think is, is so important, so key is um, commitment. And I think that's also a way of truly accepting uh, a person is your, ex you know, if you've accepted for so long and then you get to the point of, 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 you know, considering of whether or not this is working for you. It's like, no, when you're truly accepted, like you're, you're and you're fully committed, you're both feet in, all that's left now is for you to continue to be your best self and, and, and be inspired. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, so basically it's just really understanding there are phases in a foundation where their energy does need to be directed towards that foundation. But once it's there, you know, you just got to rely on the foundation. What would you say to people? And I think there's, there's some people in this situation where they don't know how much more they can take in this relationship and they're not sure what, what the breaking point is. When I say acceptance versus enabling, at what point does a person have to recognize uh, this isn't acceptance anymore? This is just me enabling a person to treat me a certain way, mm -hmm. and they're not evolving in this process. So, I, yeah, how do you recognize that? And and I know you touched upon it a little bit um, earlier in this conversation, but really, how do you how do you recognize that kind of situation? And then, how do you detach mm -hmm. from that kind of situation? Or how do you recognize maybe the opposite? That okay, I'm, we're at a breaking point. And maybe we just need to work harder. I don't know which mm -hmm. or the other is your opinion, but I want to get your take on that. Yeah, I think um, it really comes down to um, understanding your why, really. Like, you know, why would you stay and why would you leave? And, um, you know, if, if the reason why you would, um, you would stay is because you simply just love the person, but you're just really struggling. Um, then there needs to be more vulnerability. There needs to be, you know, sometimes acceptance is like, I just, I've accepted that this is what is, and that's why you do need to walk away. But ultimately, you know, personally from my own experience, you know, what acceptance looked like for me was to accept what was and what I was denying and to, you know, walk away from, from something. And, you know, sometimes you will never really fully understand until not sometimes, always, we don't fully understand. And there's, there's moments sometimes where we just got to make a choice. If something's dragging on for too long, you've tried everything. Um, but I definitely do believe that we need proper, uh, like mediators 
uh, like third parties to come in who can act like a role of a higher power. I'm not talking about, you know, between say a, a woman and a man and then say, you know, you and I are, are together and then I go get advice from my girlfriend who's like, yeah, he's totally a jerk. You know, yes, I'm I was talking, say that. yeah, yeah, a lot I'm talking, yeah, no, people in your circle, when you mm -hmm. seek advice for them, aren't necessarily, that's, that's, in the right I believe to give you this advice. is the reason why most relationships fail because we're too easily influenced and we're not grounded in the relationship and we don't know how to filter other people's opinions because when someone has an opinion about a, a relationship, a full relationship, and they feel that they can have an opinion about it, um, it's to me it's 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 ignorant because you don't have the context of the whole story and i'm talking of the, the their whole life story yeah you know and for sure the the types of people who are going to give that kind of advice are either in a relationship like that themselves so they're projecting it they're not in a relationship and they're jealous so they want to see <laughs> you out of the relationship <laughs> Um, or they feel like they have a sense of purpose for being able to have, have your back and what that looks like. And, um, you know, personally what I meant, to, like what I'm, what I meant to say was having a third person who's grounded in God, who's grounded in a higher power, who the context of their conversation with you is first of all, they are, they understand that it has to be a three person conversation, not one-on-one. -on -one. Um, or they're always encouraging the person to have the conversation. So let's just say I go to someone and say, you know, I feel this, 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 you know, um, and this person can provide me say with validation, acknowledgement, I understand, you know, that's what you're kind of struggling through. Like, I understand that that, that could be hard, you know, and, and I know f with you, sometimes I need to contact you and uh, uh, struggling with some stuff. It's like, you allow me to be heard and understood, like, which grounds me. And then you offer perspective. It's like, you know, think of it like this, or have you ever considered that this is how he could see it? I feel it. But because I'm open and I want a solution, I was like, huh, I'm open to seeing it that way. So I'm able to, you know, connect back to love through, um, through relying on people that I trust who can allow me to express Raleigh without judging the person. And so what's in my mind already is how do I already protect the relationship? Um, but still, you know, reach out and get perspective with the intention to, um, to make it better, you know? And so, um, yeah, there, that's, um, I don't think it's, if you're, if you start a relationship with the right intention, I think it's inauthentic to end it. I think it's, um, I think the only reason why it'll end is because it was never authentic to begin with. And, and, and that's not a bad thing. No, it's the not. reason why we're inauthentic is because we don't know who we are. Yes. So, but once you're experienced, you've had four or five, six relationships. If you keep getting in relationships, I would then question, why do you want to be in a relationship? If, if you just want to, you know, a piece of ass <laughs> you know if it's, it's just a hookup it's just for fun make sure it's clear on both ends then there's no attachments and everything's great and and if it's clear on both ends but someone's saying that that's what they want when they really want a relationship like that's where it gets it's like it, oh, just that, know who you that's are that's just a whole nother you know muddy I mean? waters of a conversation yeah guys but what i want you to know is that's why i believe relationships end because the there's always a thinking the grass is green on the, on the other side. There's no real commitment. We didn't start with that level of commitment. So it's, there's no follow through. It's just That's like, true. I tried out. It looks great now. And yeah, I'm committed until something else better comes along or until I get distracted. But it's like, I was talking to a 15 year old student that I connect, that I mentor. And this conversation, it was an hour. And for 40 minutes, he was just sharing, just by asking, I was asking him questions, just sharing things. And one of the things he said, he said, you know, I just don't understand. I, I want to play the recording, if we can play the recording. 
I think I remember him here actually me coming to see him. No, no. It's a different person. Yeah, different okay. person. But what he said was so beautiful and he said, you know, and this is a guy. He's 15 years old and he's like, I don't understand like rap where, you know, the rap nowadays they're they're promoting like as if, you know, it's a cool thing and it's a strength when you're cheating on, you know, on cheating. They're talking about cheating and how it's a cool thing. He's like, he's like, you know, I just don't understand that because like, you know, loyalty is one of the most value is, is more valuable than having many women. It's a true. 15 year old boy. I got goosebumps. I even got it, um, you know, 16 actually. And I want to say he's a 16 year old man, but, um, you know, just him, him sharing that it's like at 16 years old, he recognizes, you know, value and, when you're placing value on how many women you can get rather than placing value on being a loyal person, you know, there's way more value in a person who has, is loyal than who can, you know, impress with more, more, more women. Right. And so really once we're grounded in what we really want authentically, like I want a commitment, then just date around. And when you choose to be exclusive, commit to the end, be intentional because time is one thing we don't get back. Don't waste another person's time. However, again, I'm talking like if you've dated five, six, seven, eight, ten 10 people and you're getting older, it's just that what are you trying to create? It's like starting constant, starting constant many businesses, not finish them. Like you don't have to run a business. Just don't run one. It's true. I think what is it? Guys get stuck in this mode where like uh, they're innately, or not, maybe not, maybe it's learned. They're just, they, they fear, love through control. They fear commitment. They love control. They love through control. They, and, and they love through control for sure. I think that's, I think. Um, and not just guys. I think. Men, I think men and they, women love yeah, through control. Love for sure. through control. But I think uh, what men particularly struggle with in commitment is that it's not an ideology like we think about a lot. In, in, in men's, when you talk about loyalty, and, and that's such a beautiful thing that 16 year old boy said is that my generation at least a lot of times the circles i grew up in mm -hmm. what was valued and taught was the opposite was the was mm -hmm. the many as women as possible the hottest one the hottest get one, your trophy wife get your trophies <laughs> and, and those were accolades and yes it was almost like if you're in the army you have badges of honor <laughs> like we as men every girl we we got we yeah. took down as a badge of yeah. honor that's sort of how we communicate in those yeah. circles so we it was never like we never learned the value of commitment in fact it was taught like that's the opposite direction you want to go but here's what i understand because women and again i i don't feel fully aligned saying women and men but just because i'm i'm a woman what what i know is you know we're inspired by like the disney like fairy tales of like the princess gets rescued from the from the prince so we we follow through with that kind of fantasy like we've actually been influenced by that but there hasn't been an influence in our in our disney movies around you know um if anything if if the boys or the men were inspired by the Disney movies, it would actually be about showing up with loyalty and honor yeah, and all that, right? They're not. So, they're flowy, free men. They're, they're, I, I think but it's that's such what I'm a, saying is that it's not coming from, we're not watching the right shows, no, right? Not. And you want to know what else the 16-year-old said? I'm telling you, we got to put the recording up. But he said, you know, um, I like to be inspired by romantic movies because it, you know, I don't always agree with all of them, but it gives me ideas on how to really show up that way. Like he, he was basically intentionally studying romantic movies to really learn what love could really feel like and what kinds of things he like he really likes about you know um surprise vacations or whatever so he's allowing himself to be influenced by what he wants to cause it's like i want real love so i'm gonna watch the things that cause that yeah and you, you know, know what's you know what's funny i kind of got i kind of used to be a microcosm of, of that when i was a child too yeah i hope he doesn't have a similar path to me but you sort of as a man 
unlearn or don't want to stand by those principles mm-hmm. in your young 20s to late 20s because you have experiences with women where women start treating you like where you because you, when you're young you start convincing yourself well mm-hmm. this is how love is supposed to be like i'm watching all these powerful things about loyalty and everlasting love and and then you realize well the real world women can also break your heart you know sometimes men think we're the ones in charge of everything right but i just don't break her heart everything's good because usually it's just the men screwing up yeah but women can screw up too yes so when you grow up and you realize oh like women can break my heart that starts to shift yeah. men and because they start believing they because they start i'm the knight in shining armor right as mm-hmm. long as i show up and i do the right things like things are gonna go well in any yes. way should we get into because like I've been taught my whole life that men always screw up, so women are always good. So if mm-hmm. I just be, if I just play the part of a good guy, yeah, I'll be okay. No, and that's where I really believe in self-love. If you play the part of a good guy or a good girl, and you have self-love, then um, you'll you'll be good to go. Right. The thing is that you know, in order for it to achieve something we need to go through so all of it is beautiful and natural and it's the way it needs to be we need to go through inauthentic relationships we need to screw up we need to go you know get our heart broken we need to experience all those so that we can better understand through wisdom not through knowledge that's being told to us because we'll never be able to truly integrate it but we need to go through these things so that we can say what does work you know you know how we do need to show up better you know and it's not so black and white as like well a woman hurt me when i showed up so i'm just gonna totally disrespect her and, you know what i mean it's like <laughs> she so hurt she hurt me and like yeah. i'm still in alignment with the core values of showing up like a real honorable man um however i have self-worth and i'm i'm worth a woman who can see that in me so i'm not going to be so quick and easy to give her this gold that i have to offer this is this is a certain type of woman who who um who deserves this and when you're dating this person if you see this woman is making comments about you know she can't even you know offer to pay even though she doesn't have to pay but she can't even offer to pay and there's already an expectation and you keep doing that and saying well i'm just gonna show up and pay for everything well you're pretty much teaching her that she's allowed to use you for that way and you know and she doesn't have to pay but there needs to be an offer or a woman who you know you want to do a little gesture to, to thank you and be grateful um for the little things that you do like hey thanks for the coffee it's not about how much you're you're spending but I think there's basic right, yeah. basic things that have to show up in the beginning of a relationship around appreciation, acknowledgement. Um, you know, there's, there's certain things that you want to pay attention to. And as soon as they're not there, they're like little cancers that show up. You got to immediately address them. You know, if, if in the beginning of, of my relationship, you know, as soon as there's things where I felt like I'm, I'm, I'm standing in a place where I, I know what I have to bring to a relationship. So um, I'm not desperate, but I definitely know what I want. And I have no problem offering everything um in my relationship um but any point where i feel like the other end is coming from a place of entitlement or disrespect or something i there needs to be communication there has to be something that happens to make sure that it doesn't um you need to bring awareness around what's what's not okay you know i agree and i think some people um especially in their younger years don't aren't comfortable doing that with in the relationship they're in they're almost like uh complacent in the fact that they don't want to rock the boat they don't want to challenge your partner they just they're just happy being in a relationship and happy learning someone mm-hmm. and they're naive to all the things that you know people are naive to the fact that if you don't challenge your partner to grow guess what like odds are they're probably not going to grow unless they're challenging themselves yeah like you have, not only do they have to challenge themselves internally but you have to acknowledge that you know they can do better and they can grow to a place where you believe that they can be a different person or, or face the challenges that they're going through so but here's the thing so um because the word challenge and then i think about inspire you don't want to 
I mean, I get what you mean by challenge, but it's, you're, you're going to be more effective if you can just inspire someone and to truly inspire someone, you have to really be standing in something where the inspiration is undeniable. Right. And, um, but you know, one thing I really believe in is when we look at our partner, how many people do you think and believe are truly anchored in their bigness? Meaning, even though you're showing me something small right now, yeah, I'm going to entertain you and speak to the greater part of you. And any conversation that's uncomfortable with how I treat you is your discomfort because it's just exposing a gap. Yeah. And so when you think of it that way, the way you, you speak to a person is, is changes. So, you know, for example, like, let's just say, um, I, I, you put your shoes in the hallway, maybe two, three times a week. And then I start to have a judgment about you. It's like, Oh, you're so messy. You're so unorganized or whatever. So now I'm seeing you in a small place. Yeah. So the next time you put your shoes away, I'm like, can you just put your shoes away? So that's the way I say it to you. Now, let's just say you don't put your shoes away two, three times a week. And I'm like, man, he's just so much is on his mind. He's just so busy. He's got a lot going on. I'm just going to put the shoes away. And then, hey, honey, I noticed a few times you forget to put your shoes. Just don't forget to put your shoes. I, I put them away for you, but don't forget next time because I almost tripped over them. Right? It's like, it's more like a, an awareness. There's a way that we can communicate to each other where it's like, I have respect for you as an adult. I'm just making you aware because you might not be aware. But like, I'm not going to hold a listening of you around you being a unorganized, it's going to come through in the way I speak to you. And I'm eventually, I'm, I'm inevitably going to create that person, that type of person, because that's the belief I'm projecting on them. Right. And so if I respected them in their bigness, I would look at it as, I don't have enough context. Maybe there's a lot in their mind. They're not being, you know, um, going up to them and say, you know, giving them a massage, like how was your day and, and finding out what, what, what is it that's causing them to kind of be out of sorts? And maybe they might reveal, you know, like, I just had a crazy day. My mind's all over. Do you think they give a shit about the shoes? No. You know? So it's just, we're, we're so easily stimulated by what we see define our partner that they don't stand a chance to ever be in their bigness. We live in duality. We, we have shadows and lights. But if we look, we're going to witness the shadow, but we don't have to define their whole being by it. We got to trust in the light and speak to the light even when the shadow is in front of us. That's beautifully said.